after you have so much sex, after you've been with so many people, you reach a threshold where it just doesn't really matter anymore. Sex is awesome, I'm not gonna lie about that, but I had a lot of sex in my 20s and early 30s, and the fact is, the most compelling part of a new sexual encounter for me was always, and is, will always be, the thrill of the hunt, knowing that I set my mind to something, and I said what I was going to do, I went out with a specific intention, and I made it fucking happen. And this might be a thought process inconceivable to some. Do you mean by your statement that one should not indulge the desire for sex? No. I mean that sex, like all other forces available to man, should be understood, mastered, and made to serve man. The desire for sex expression is as natural as the desire for food. The desire can no more be killed than one can entirely stop a river from flowing. If the emotion of sex is shut off from the natural mode of expression, it will break out in some other, less desirable form. Just as a river will, if dammed, break through and flow around the dam. The person who has self-discipline understands the emotion of sex, respects it, and learns to control and transmute it into constructive activities. Just what damage is there in overindulgence of sex? The greatest damage is that it depletes the source of man's greatest driving force and wastes, without adequate compensation, man's creative energy. It dissipates energy needed by nature to maintain physical health. Sex is nature's most useful therapeutic force. It depletes the magnetic energy which is the source of an attractive, pleasing personality. It removes the sparkle from one's eyes and sets up discord in the tone of one's voice. It destroys enthusiasm, subdues ambition, and leads inevitably to the habit of drifting on all subjects. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed, and look, we're revisiting a topic that I've discussed on the show before, but, you know... The more I realize just how much of an issue this is for younger guys, and really, I mean, let's be honest here, this is an entire guy issue, and even sometimes a woman issue as well, but look, I like what Napoleon Hill said in Outwitting the Devil. If you have not read or listened to Outwitting the Devil, you need to do that right now. Not, Not tomorrow, not next week, right now. It will change your life because it will help you understand the struggle that we all face. The struggle of competing against, in Michael Jackson's words, the man in the mirror. It's something that a lot of people, they can't get out of their own way. And look, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I know, I get it. First of all, welcome into the show. How are you all doing this evening? Good, I hope. Because I'll be honest with y'all, I'm having a little bit of a rough time. I'm, I'm not perfect. I said that in the morning show this morning. I'm not perfect. And anybody who knows me in real life knows I'm not perfect. But gentlemen, look, I got to really sit. We got to sit down. We got we to gotta huddle up. We got to discuss this. So many books, so many podcasts, so many YouTubers, they all talk about this issue of whether it's semen retention, sexual transmutation, uh, no fap, whatever it is, all these things add up to the same general idea. And it's all centered around the idea of controlling your sexual energy. 
Because if you don't control it, it will control you. And it's just a fact of reality. If you don't like it, well, too damn bad. That's too bad. Guess what? Doesn't matter whether you like it or you don't like it. Because, look, I don't want people to be lying anymore. I want you all to be honest with yourselves. Because if you're going to tell me, if you're going to try and convince me that you're not out here trying to get laid, you're not out here trying to score, you're not out here trying to ex sexually express yourself, this is going to be my response. I mean, look, do I need to say it again? It's the way it is. Look, at the end of the day, we need to, you know, forget this we business. What am I talking about? You. And by you, I also mean me. I'm not a master at this. I actively work towards becoming a master at this, but this is something that we all struggle with. It is part of the human condition, and I'm sick and tired of people preaching cold approach, talking about picking up chicks, talking about, yeah, man, I'm out here back in these streets, man. I'm out here killing it. I'm sick of it. It's stupid. Stupid. Moronic. Does anybody... Am I the only one that sees these videos in the gym of dudes look for more than 0.5 seconds and then a girl sees you looking and then she calls the police on you or she shames you in public? Yeah. We got to update our software. I talk about this in Biblical Bachelor. We got to update our software that has not been updated. You know, I was in class earlier today. Just a little side note. I was in class. We're talking about the U.S. Constitution of all things, and I kind of dozed off in class. I mean, who really pays attention in class anyway, whether it's high school, college? Let's just be honest, okay? Most people, all they focus on is the person in front of them. If the girl looks good, they focus on her. Uh, they'll think about some random crap, they, you know, what they, they want to eat afterwards. You know, classic stuff, right? Well, I was thinking in the class today, and I was I was reflecting on what I wanted to do, what I was thinking about, you know, you know, classic everyday stuff. And I had this epiphany. And I thought to myself, my God, how much programming do we actually receive during our lifetime? I mean, I think it was Andrew Tate who really popularized this idea of we live in the matrix. But is there actual validity to that statement? I mean, I, I certainly think there can be. When you think about it, I want to I wanna ask you a question. I know some of you are married. Some of you are not married. Some of you don't even care about marriage. Some of you actively want to. Let me ask you something. What, if anything, do you actually gain in a marriage today? Why do you want to get married? Is it for religious reasons? Is it because you want exclusive access? Is it because you just want to? Because if, if you cannot find a reason as to why you want to do something, that's a symptom of programming. And I was thinking to myself when I was sitting in my class, and I thought to myself, how much programming do we actually need to undo in our brains? And how can you tell the difference between what you've been programmed or conditioned to believe and what you've kind of filtered through your own idea? You, you've bounced around ideas, you've thought about things in depth, and you've established them as part of your own personal philosophy, which is a idea that I push on this show all the time. It's one of the core tenets of the Sheep Get Sheared podcast is identifying different things and forming your own personal philosophy. Not one... 
that's copy paste of someone else, not one that just makes sense for somebody else or that sounds good in theory. No, I'm talking about something that you could actively live out every day of your life. And of course, it's going to evolve and change over time because you're going to evolve and change over time. That's just un- that's completely unavoidable. But some of us out here need to seriously stop having sex out here because the pursuit of sex is causing you to self-sabotage and it's robbing you of your success. In Napoleon Hill's book, Outweighing the Devil, which I played a little, I think it was like a minute and like 15 second clip from that book, I played it because I actively believe what he was talking about when it talks about I'm not saying turn it off. It's impossible. You can't just turn off a natural human emotion or desire. You can't just turn it off. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we need to actively understand this. You know, and I'm a Christian, and I actively believe in most of the things the Bible says. The problem I have with the Bible and how it's interpreted today is that people ignore the cultural context. And I know immediately when I bring up the Bible, so many people are already like gonna turn their stuff like religion and eh, I'm turning it off. I'm not listening to it. No, 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 no. Come on, come come back to the conversation real quick. This is very important. Because when you read whether it's the Bible, whether it's ancient texts from Confucius, uh, Plato, it could be secular or religious, you realize the human condition, you humans don't change much. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're typing something on Twitter or you're chiseling something on a stone tablet. People really aren't that different. And the human conditions, the the human experience hasn't really changed all that much. Now, the appearances certainly have, but overall, the day-to-day, the arc of a human life doesn't really change much. I mean, what is the goal of every person's life, right? We have this natural desire, most of us, to reproduce, have children, and then basically take a dirt nap and and roll over in our grave. I mean, that's really, when it comes down to the base of it, that's what most people are, they're programmed on a biological level to want to do what I just described. Now, does that make it bad? No. Does that make it very exploitable? Hell yeah! Oh, yeah. When it comes down to exploitable, I mean, let's be real. How many things... I want to propose something to you, okay? Listen listen to me very carefully. If you're a guy, let's pretend like you woke up every day and you were getting sex as much as you wanted. You could just literally like push a button and immediately a hot chick would show up and, and she'd give you any kind of sex that you wanted. If you had that... Would you want to go out there, risk your life, bust your ass, trying to make a living? Would you want to do all those things? Or would you kind of just sit back and be like, hey, man, I'm liking this. Yeah, man, I'm going to like just, I'm just going to chill out here and uh, or, or order some hot chicks over and, and, and just enjoy myself. Like, let's be totally honest and let's cut the bull crap. How many people, if we actually were honest, if you had access to it, whatever the hell you wanted, how much of us would actually strive to do things in our life? And how many of you think that if we just, we shut this down, the world would just, the, the world would end very quickly and we'd hear this. I mean, let's just be real. How many of us would actually strive to be rich, to bust our butts and be ambitious? I'm sure some of us would. But how many of us would just take that deal and be like, cool with this, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of cool with this. 
When you realize how humbling that question is, you realize how much sexual energy really plays a part in our lives. I talk about, I hear guys on the side of the internet talk about how I pergamy's bad and real women do this. Well, we should do that. I want my girl to do X, Y, or Z. Hypergamy is good for for men. I know you don't feel that way if you're a low quality dude or if you're broke. I know you don't think that, but guess what? It pushes you to strive to be better, to earn more money, to invest in sow more seeds, and go out there and make a living for yourself, and not just sit there and, and order to try to order girls over like you order room service at the hotel. If you could do that, you wouldn't strive as much as if you can't. That's why God set it up that way, or evolution. I, I think God did personally because God's smart. But let's just let's just cut through all the garbage, okay? It's so easy when you have access to sex to not be ambitious, and that's part of the reason why, at a young age, most of us we strive for it and we're willing to do pretty much anything, risk our lives to get it. That's why, because it was supposed to be something that. You had to earn versus now it's pretty much on demand for most people, especially if you're in the top like 15, 10% of men, whether it's financially, physically, whatever. It's really, it's not that hard for you. But that leaves most men out in the cold. And that's why um, prawn is up in, I know I'm mispronouncing it, but prawn numbers are through the roof. That's why. And if you think that Look, if you're top in the top 15 to 10% of men and you're out here trying to tell me that, oh, Austin, I like big hot chicks, bro. Yeah, man, I like get the top, I like get the, the model girls, man. I, I'm not out here getting out here, you know, with these ugly girls or anything like that. Please, please stop it. This is, this is what I, this is what I got to say. You, I see y'all out here sometimes, dude. You don't think I don't see people out here who talk about on the internet of Austin. I get out here and I get all the hot chicks, man. I don't, I'm, I'm not out here with these with these slopalops and these and these ugly chicks. I see y'all goofy butt on campus all the time out here. With your, your girl sound, your girl walking by, and I'm like, she probably double my body weight, man, and I'm a I'm a over six and a half foot tall man. Like, a seismic event happens when your chick walked by and you want to tell me you only get baddies? Get the hell out of here with that garbage, dude. Lies. But there's no there's no shame in that. But I'm sick and tired of dudes wanting to get a trophy out here for banging hoes. It's stupid. One thing, I've never heard of the guy in the first clip before. Uh, he might be well known, but I've never, I've never met him or heard of him before. But his idea of the hunt was so important. If we channeled... That same mindset of the, the hunt, because I think it's true. Oh, yeah, I think it's totally true that there's an aspect of getting with a new girl and you're getting that sense of the chase and the hunt. If we channeled that into making money, new business ventures, um, finding finding ways to network and make get more opportunities for ourselves, I firmly believe that we could replicate that same feeling Sorry if you heard that, but uh, but seriously, if we could if we could change that whole line of thinking and say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna channel that into a different avenue. I'm gonna channel that, and I'm gonna make something out of myself, and I'm gonna fuel use this primal source of power, and I'm gonna fuel my mindset to use compound interest of time to my advantage, and go out here and sow more seeds so I can make and reap the harvest and make more money. 
Because if you think you're going to go out here and money is just going to fall in your lap, you know, you're just going to make a lot of money not doing a whole lot, you're stupid. Stupid! You can't, that doesn't work that way. It takes conscious effort, definiteness of purpose, and it takes time and consistent effort to win out here. There are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. And the only shortcuts that you might think of have dramatic drawbacks that make it not even worth it. How many people win the lottery and go flat broke in a very short period of time? Yeah, exactly. Almost every single one of them. And yet, that's supposedly a shortcut, but it's not. Look, I know I'm getting a little off track here, but that's, that's a stream of consciousness. It's a show. Okay? But when it comes down to it, well, the reason why I say stop having sex is because you need to understand it before it starts to drive you into drifting. Before it starts driving you into making dumb choices, short-sighted decisions that will rob you of long-term success. Because I'm sick and tired of watching it happen. It happens to me every once in a while. I'm not perfect. Every day I strive to be better. And if you don't do the same thing, that's why I think cold approach is so stupid. You're going out of your way to approach women who are not interested. Okay, for those of you who have never actually seen a choosing signal, women will let you know when they're interested in you. And if you need to go out of your way to find women to do that, you're hustling backwards and you're wasting time. Okay? A girl likes you, she makes it very obvious. Okay? If you didn't know that, now you know. So if you got to be out here trying to perform magic tricks and pull rabbits out of hats and try to get dates, stop it. Please. For the love of God, stop. You look stupid. And you're wasting your time. Cold approach is dead. It's harassment nowadays. Okay? It's dead. Stop. You're liable to get caught on camera in 4K or get exposed or get the cops called on you. Stop it. Don't do it. And I don't care what these dudes on the internet say about cold approach is not dead. It's good. It works for me. Stop. Please. I know who you're actually approaching. And it's not the girls on your YouTube videos. Those things are staged, dude. Or it's like a one out of a hundred that you might get on tape and you actually post up there. I know what y'all doing out here, okay? I'm not blind. I'm not blind, so stop lying to me. I'm sick of it. I had to get that out of my system because it makes me sick to watch these videos. I, and I get it. If you're a young guy and you don't have leverage, you don't have options, you, see it, you think that that is the best way to get women. If you're thinking about getting women, you're already in the wrong mindset. You shouldn't have to get women. You should get options. Get leverage. Because otherwise, they have leverage on you. And that's why you have to work so hard to get next to nothing. That's why you have to work so dang hard when other dudes don't have to. Because they have leverage and you don't. My friends, stop having sex and start understanding it before you jump back into the dating marketplace, you jump back into the hookup market, whatever it is you do. Understand it so that you can use it to your advantage instead of it using you, and then you end up in a tailspin of garbage and BS, and you wonder how you got there. Well, that's why. My friends, God bless you. God bless your families. God bless America. Focus on yourself. Do not be out here acting goofy. Don't let me see you out here looking goofy on the internet.
trying to pick up some chicks at the gym, out in the uh, at the the mall. Please, I don't want to see you on the internet looking stupid. I want to see you out here talking to me about how you were on the grind for five years and you out here made your first million. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see you out here cold approaching chicks getting rejected or out of the three chicks that you actually picked up, two of which were fat and one of them was actually mid. You got out here and you talked about how cold approach ain't dead. Please stop. Focus on things that actually matter and will give you returns. All right, I'm out of here. Take care of yourselves. Let's win out here. Peace out.